Welcome to Sword and Shield, the official podcast of the 960th Cyberspace Wing. Join us for insight, knowledge, mentorship, and some fun as we discuss relevant topics in and around our wing. Please understand that the views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the U.S. Air Force nor the Air Force Reserve, and no endorsement of any particular person or business is ever intended. Welcome to another episode of the Sword and Shield. This is Chief Master Sergeant Christopher Howard, 960th Cyber Wing Command Chief. And with me today I have... Hey, I'm uh, Chief Master Sergeant Christopher Coach Bluto, and right now I have the honor of serving as uh, your 10th Air Force Command Chief. Hey Chief, I really do appreciate you taking the time today to talk to uh, our gladiators out there in uh, our realm. And uh, I was kind of hoping that you could give us a little bit of background of who you are and uh, kind of how you got here. Uh, thanks, Chief. I, I appreciate that opportunity. Uh, so I am an airman. Uh, I'm a little bit different than other reserve airmen. Uh, I don't have a civilian career field. I've done nothing but wear the uniform. Uh, I started out active duty. I did 14 years. Uh, I went to Intel school, so I earned an Intel badge and went immediately to the remotely piloted aircraft world, uh, flying RQ-1s. I spent uh, a long time in in that community, watching it grow to becoming an armed platform and being employed in war, having the opportunity to to lay hate uh, on the enemy. Uh, At 14 years, I crossed over to the reserve. My wife and I did so about the same time. Uh, Best decision we ever made uh, as far as a career goes. uh, Being a reserve citizen airman has been phenomenal. I crossed straight into the AGR program, still in the RPA world. Uh, I spent a long time as an AGR. Uh, I grew up through leading at the squadron, the group, opportunity to be a command chief. That was my first TR opportunity. And then uh, I had another TR or another AGR opportunity as a command chief before I got hired into this. Uh, I only point that out to show where my gaps are as a reservist. So I can speak a little bit of TR. I can speak a lot of AGR. I can speak no IMA uh, or art. Gotcha. No, that's that's a, you know, like you said, chief, uh, a unique pathway. And I, I think that that, that, uh, helps us tell, tell our airmen that there's no one pathway, right? Um, when we look across the board at all of these different command chiefs, there's no uh, command chief that had the same pathway. So uh, I appreciate you kind of highlighting uh, how you got there and, and some of the unique mission sets. Um, is, what would you say that is the biggest uh, push that the 10th Air Force, as the, the, the command chief of the 10th Air Force, uh, that we have going right now? Uh, man, Chief, that's a great question. I'll tell you, I think that our message right now is probably the push to remain relevant. So when we look across the board, 78% uh, of our platforms are legacy, right? Mm-hmm. So we are trying to break in and through. You guys are on the leading edge with what you do here uh, as gladiators in the 960th. Uh, some of our other uh, organizations have, have legacy platforms that we are divesting from. So for us to continue to serve as reserve, we've got to remain relevant. Right. Uh, so we are breaking into uh, new platforms, new mission sets uh, to show our value and worth and why we're here. Gotcha. Um, you know, looking back to, through your career, right, and we're talking about uh, where you started off uh, on UAVs and how they've armed them. When we look at um, where we're going and staying relevant, what what signs do you see from your past that you see now that where we might be headed uh, in, in these mission sets? So the... That's, the battle space has changed right. uh, from when you and I were young, right? Yes. Uh, so where we are going, it, you are right in the mix of what that is. So getting to spend time with your, with your wing today and seeing the, the similarities and how we reference 
your AOR versus an AOR that I grew up in. Right. And it, it translates well to make sense to me. But we are fighting battles all of the time in a domain that can't be seen. Right. This is what the future is. We are going to rely more on that, right? So uh, we are very focused and invested in AI and machine learning, having systems that are going to do things that a human cannot nor should not uh, as, as we move forward to, to take the fight to pacing threat. Uh, that's where I see us going. Uh, it's going to be, as, as long as we can continue that, uh, technology-based driven, right. uh, and, and your airmen are the ones that are, that are making that happen. Well, I know I'll speak on their behalf and appreciate the uh, the vote of confidence there, Chief. You know, and I, I, I'd like to go back to when you and I first came in, you know, late 90s, <laughs> uh, to uh, to what we have today. Do you see any correlations of some of the challenges we had in the 90s to the challenges we have today when it comes to, you know, gathering our airmen and getting them engaged? So maybe some of that. Here's the thing, Chief. When, uh, when I, I joined the Air Force, uh, I had my crusty NCOs telling me, back in my day, we never would have done that. Nobody would have said this, right? Uh, they're, they're so different. Here we are saying the same thing. Oh, great. I think we're carrying a different message with how our airmen are different this time. I think we are embracing their differences yeah. uh, and who they are and how they grew up more than we did when I joined mm -hmm. uh, the Air Force. When, when told to grab a mop, I, I grabbed a mop, and it's what we went and, and did. As far as gathering, uh, I... I think it's easier now, right? So uh, did not have access to Teams, Zoom, uh, cell phones, uh, able to communicate uh, the way that we are now. We, I didn't even have cell phones, man. Uh, I had a, oh, had a rotary, <laughs> rotary phone in the, yep. in the dorm room, uh, all, almost literally. Now we're able to gather collectively, which is perfect for you with 10 GSUs and other OLs, yep. uh, even spread more the ability to deconflict a couple time zones, but still have everybody gathered, air quotes, yeah. right, in, in one location uh, is, is significantly easier than, than it was when, uh, when we came in. Does that answer your question? Oh, it does, right? I, I, you know, it, I, I really appreciate you hitting on the part that, you know, back in the day, all the NCOs were like, you guys are undisciplined. Uh, you guys are all jacked up. I, I'm afraid of what's going to happen to the Air Force of, of tomorrow because of you. And then, you know, being a crusty chief myself now, right, look back and, and um, you know, I hear the same thing from our NCOs now about our airmen today. And I go, uh, I'm just glad that I hear it from other people, too, that, uh, hey, take it, take it into context. They thought you were, you know, not that great then. You may have this perception, but get to know your airmen, get to know um, what they're bringing to the fight. And I think you'll realize that um, it's not what you think it is, right? Chief, I'll tell you. Uh, every time the boss and I get to have uh, sit-down time with our airmen, th this comes up. Right. The, the recruiting and who airmen are today and the discipline piece. So the question that I ask is, hey, who in here is a parent? Yeah. Ra raise your hand. Mm -hmm. Right. You are the one that is influencing who your children are going to be when they enter that workforce, right. whether that is in a uniform or not. So... Be, be careful where you where you throw stones before you look in the mirror. Right. And I, I think that's a great correlation, right? Because when we're the young NCOs or we're even the, the chiefs of today, the things that we say, the, the, the precedence that we set, um, the way we hold the standard uh, sets the tone for those young airmen Absolutely. and what that, that career looks like. Agreed. So um, going back to your position in the 10th Air Force, what would you push out uh, to your your greater airmen, to our gladiators 
um, some of the things that you would like them to think about uh, about their service coming up? I, Chief, I appreciate that question as well. I'll tell you, we just came back and uh, you, you and I were at the Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force uh, SEL Summit. Right. Uh, and I'll tell you, we have to get back to focusing on basics. Uh, and in this case, we'll talk about basics being the standard. Right. Uh, holding the standard, everything from uniform wear uh, to shaving in the morning when you're not on a profile or a waiver uh, coming in. When we cannot get the basics and the fundamentals right, we can't get the big things right and we can't focus on that. So I want us to get back and focus on those baseline fundamentals so that we can have the capacity to focus on the big things that are coming. Right. Uh, professional development changes are coming. We got some briefs on that this past week nice. and I'm excited on the focus that we are gonna put into developing airmen. The prioritization that we put into it as the United States Air Force military in an enlisted development is unlike anywhere else. Right. This is why we are who we are, right? The mm -hmm. core of our force is the NCO. Right. Uh, but we gotta get back to those basics and get that right. We've gotta hold the standard. We've got to not be afraid to look somebody in the eye and correct them, right? right. And you're not gonna do that through a phone. You're not gonna do it through a text. You're gonna do that with an arm around the shoulder, proverbially, right? Right, yes. Uh, and, and have that conversation with, hey man, we've gotta get this right. Anytime we have to take a stand down, just about any time an incident happens that we have to st stop and look back, it comes back to a fundamental or a baseline event that was not done correctly because we have gotten complacent. Oh, yes. Uh, so that will be my message coming out right now. And that's not just for me, that's gonna be from our higher ups as well. Right. So we're going to enforce that. So then we can focus on on the more difficult things. No, I fully agree, right? It, those basics that sets the, uh, the foundation for all of the little things that we do. I, I go back to when you and I were in basic training um, where we folded shirts and we're like, why am I folding this shirt? Why am I folding this shirt, right? And it didn't make any sense at the time. But as I grew as an airman, as an NCO and senior NCO, and even today I can go back and go, the reason it mattered was um, it was, a, we were given some specifics and we had to meet those specifics. And it, it seemed trivial at the time, but when you go into all of these different AFSCs, when it talks about maintenance, you know, having to do um, the, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the word of it, basically the safety wire on a, on a bolt, I had to have seven twists. Why seven twists, right? But the specifics matter because there's some kind of uh, reason behind it to make sure that it's safe or it gets after a process so that we can be successful. And that's why those standards matter. They do. And I'll tell you, Chief, uh, man, I, could, I still remember folding T-shirts. Uh, there's a couple things that you hit on as well as what it, what it taught was that attention to detail, right? right? Here's what we get back. The other thing that it taught me when I was in basic was team building and I didn't even realize what it was right. so you find things that you were good at with these attention to detail yes. requirements that we had to do so I couldn't fold t-shirts but man I'll tell you I could space your closet like you read about your locker like you <laughs> read about so and here's the deal I will help you with your with your foot locker you help me with my t-shirts and we are done that much faster yes. so that we're able to get back in the knowledge in the book and try and get smart right uh, yeah oh I know um, so if what, what kinds of words of advice could you give our airmen as uh, they're starting out in their career, through their career, that uh, has maybe helped you? You know, a mindset, a mantra, or um, a focus? Uh, Chief, there, there are some things that I wished I had known earlier. Uh, it, well, that's not even fair. There are things that I promised that I was probably told earlier in my career that I chose not to heed, much like a teenager would from a, from a parent. <laughs> uh, some things that I think can, can help people. 
man, focus on what is within your span of control. That is what you can influence, right? The things that you have no control over, the more time you spend on that, the more frustrated that you are going to be. And it's just going to bog you down. So focus on the things that are within your span of control. Uh, And another one that that I tell people that, uh, that I didn't learn early enough was always put yourself in the position to say no instead of being told no. And this comes down to things as simple as accomplishing your training, making sure that your IMR is good to go, that you are green, your TFAT is done, your PME is done, your CCAF or equivalent is done, which I, I get in, in, your, in your world is not as big of a deal as it is for others. I mean, we met uh, Dr. Sargent today, right? Right. It's ph- <laughs> phenomenal uh, airmen that are going on, but uh, are they, that you have here leading. But uh, put yourself in the position to say no instead of being told no. Right. It's always better to, to be picked than playing catch-up. Uh, don't disagree, Chief. You know, um, just being able to be armed um, for an opportunity, right? I, I think we, we've heard from a couple of speakers uh, throughout the years that, uh, you know, luck is, is, isn't really luck. It's just being prepared for that opportunity, right? Getting all of those things done, um, making sure that uh, you're in that position so that you can be successful, so that uh, you have that opportunity. So it's not lo- necessarily being lucky at the right place at the right time. No, you were armed, ready to go so that you were the no-brainer choice to, to go forth and conquer. Right airman, right choice, right time. Right. Um, any other kinds of um, focuses that you think that we need to, as a cyber force, look at when it comes to the Greater 10th Air Force mission at this time? Uh, absolutely. So one of the things that uh, that the boss and I are pushing on is, you know, and we talked about this a lot a few years ago. We don't hear it as much anymore, but connectedness, mm-hmm. right? So remaining connected. And I think that has to expand beyond just our little slice of pie, just our stovepipe and our, and our AOR. 10th Air Force is the most diverse NAF in the Air Force, not just the Air Force Reserve, right. but period dot. We cover all things uh, combat, kinetic and non-kinetic, right? Yep. So you live right in the non-kinetic world. I think that expanding that knowledge, taking advantage of opportunities to being able to go to the AFRIC summits where we can rub elbows and cross-talk with our peers that are doing other, uh, other mission sets to find out how what we have done has impacted and influenced what somebody else was able to do. Something as simple as being able to take their aircraft off from an airfield, right? right. Based on uh, things that we may or may not provide. So understanding how we fit into the greater picture instead of just what it is, our pie and our, our operation or what we're working on here, I think just uh, provides a different lens into service and, and the reserve itself. So I always encourage that. Uh, there's some things that we are putting together at, at 10th Air Force, a couple of, a couple of initiatives that will help some of that cross-flow. Awesome. So I think that we, for, uh, for many years, have underdeveloped our NCO core. Uh, so we are working on, I, I was able to work at, at Nellis with a, a friend of mine, Chief Master Sergeant, now retired, Moose Hoffman, retired out of Global Strike Command. Mm-hmm. And he put together what he called uh, Warrior Strike Week. Okay. Uh, and we took some NCOs that we were intentionally and deliberately developing and brought them together and sat them down and taught them national defense strategy, national security strategy, mm-hmm. and then on and built in the cross flow. So building and developing those NCOs that are going to be you and I one day. Yeah. Uh, so we get that return on investment. So we're looking at very similar programs uh, at 10th Air Force. We'll be able to bring them into Fort Worth to the mothership nice. where they actually get to see the NAF and, uh, and interact with peers from across the entire numbered Air Force uh, and build those relationships so that when they all grow together to lead organizations, hey, I've got a friend 
at, at base X or unit right. Y that, uh, that I can reach out to and help us solve this problem. So we're going to start helping people get connected more inside of the, inside of the NAF. No, I fully agree, right? Understanding what the NDAA and the NDS, uh, you know, and how that ties in, not only to um, the greater sphere of what we're doing in national defense, but uh, what we do as an Air Force, breaking that down to the Air Force Reserve and into individual wings, individual units, right, um, helps understand that big picture. And I think that goes to your point of connectiveness. Um, and even touching on that whole networking and how important uh, those relationships are to being successful, not only as an airman, but as an organization and a whole mission set. Because when we go to war, we don't go to war alone, right? That's right. Um, the, all these different organizations all go to the same place that we're going to or a portion along the way to get us all to the point where we need to put the, that warhead on a forehead and, and make bad things happen to, to bad people. So. Um, Hey, Chief, if I can, I'll tell you something sure. that, I need, uh, that I need our airmen to help with. One of our biggest struggles that we have right now is recruiting, mm. right? So the boss and I thump this drum every chance we get and everywhere, everywhere we go. Uh, we are the best recruiters. It's not an AFSC. It's not a special duty. Right. We as citizen airmen out in our communities, out in our schools, out in our neighborhoods are the best recruiters. Uh, so we have a couple pushes that we that we have from 10th Air Force right now. We're working on a campaign. You you have seen uh, that come out with uh, uh, Major Vasquez is coming out, the, and the campaign is See Yourself Here, right. where we are finding airmen across 10th Air Force that are able to tell their story, that we're looking to have show in theaters and other places to, to reach the community. We are pushing, and the boss had a, a, a task board that came out that said uh, you need to get in touch with every uh, – Junior ROTC, ROTC yep. and Civil Air Patrol uh, organization were in the 50-mile radius of your installation or yes. your, your location, which turns out covers the entire country for you since you are spread <laughs> literally everywhere right. uh, inside of the 960th. But uh, that, that is so that we get back into those environments, right? Get in on a career day. Wear your uniform proudly. Talk about how you were able to serve in industry as well as coming in and serve your nation. Uh, so that's that's one of the initiatives that we have at 10th Air Force that we need everybody's help doing. Uh, and I'll tell you, I, I'm married to a recruiter, so uh, I hope I get uh, some, some brownie points on her end, at least for talking about this as well, uh, not just the initiatives that we have at 10th. No, I think that uh, that's a great point, right? Um, we, we say it often, but uh, to, you know, kind of dig into it a little bit deeper, it, it is how we, we portray ourselves. It's, it's the stories that we tell that gets into the markets as the recruiters can. It's those conversations, those interactions that lead to that member more often than not to go to the recruiter's office or at least be susceptible to the conversation from a recruiter. And, and that's what it really matters. And the other piece when we look at, uh, and I think it came up in, in the SEL briefing, was that, um, you know, uh, that propensity for people to see us in a positive light being the good stewards of our mission, being the good stewards of uh, of what we represent and why it is a good thing, why we are proud to wear this uniform, and then um, why we're proud to serve our country in, in defending our nation. That's right. I do appreciate your time, Chief. Uh, I know we're getting kind of long and you, your schedule is kind of tight, but is there any parting shots that you might or parting thoughts or words of wisdom that you would like to give to our gladiators? Uh, words of wisdom, not my thing. You've got to be wise for that to happen. Uh, but I've always got closing comments, Chief, right? So uh, I've never met a Chief that didn't have something that they, that they wanted to say. Uh, mine will start with a thank you. So, man, 
Reserve citizen airmen are, are my favorite. Everybody that chooses to wear the uniform uh, is choosing to serve. It's a sacrifice. When you do that as a reserve citizen airman, right, we talk about the, the stool that we are balancing. Right. We are balancing family and civilian employer and service to country. Uh, and, and the way that we were able to do that uh, just just amazes me. So uh, I appreciate, and obviously that's geared toward, towards our reserve listeners uh, that you have on the podcast, but I appreciate what you do choosing to come in. Every time that you come here is it a choice, and it is a sacrifice that you are making, whether it's to family or employer or school, and, and I can't thank you enough. Uh, I love wearing this uniform. I love being a part of this organization. Uh, I don't think there's a better place to serve than inside of 10th Air Force. It gets after what uh, what we do, right? And what we do is bad things to bad people and break their stuff, whether that's kinetic or non-kinetic. Uh, and you guys are right in the middle of that and will continue to be in the future. Awesome, Chief. Uh, fully uh, agree with everything you said on that one. You know, it's been an honor. Um, but with that, you know, I want to tell our gladiators, thank you for listening. Thank you for everything that you do. Uh, it's greatly appreciated by my family and all of us here um, that it, you continue to sacrifice your time, uh, your efforts uh, in defense of your nation. And remember, uh, stab our enemies in the face through cyberspace.